Everyone has their own unique views and needs when it comes to financial success. If you'd like to leave your financial woes behind and live a life of financial freedom, you've come to the right place. Welcome to the Saving with Steve show, hosted by Steve Sexton. The show will help you with the ins and outs of money. We talk about financial issues that could be costing you thousands of dollars and keeping you up at night. We talk about money, tax reduction, saving more, spending less, 401ks, risk management, retirement, and everything under the sun that relates to you having a healthier, happy relationship with money. Now, here is your host of Saving with Steve, Steve Sexton. Hey, welcome to the Saving with Steve show where we talk about the ins and outs of money. Pretty much everything under the sun relates to you having a happy, healthy relationship with money. You know what? My name is Steve Sexton. I want to thank you for joining us. I want to thank you for sharing it with your friends, your family, your associates. I mean, we keep expanding our office nationally and internationally. Uh, We're so very, very excited. We've got a wonderful show for you today. One, you know what? Congress could change your retirement plans. Yeah. Hey, and what do you need to know about it? So we're going to talk a little bit about that. Last week, we had Jackie Ho and Ivy Yakov of Reward Bunny and all things crypto. What's going on right now? The Eureka merger, the future of cryptocurrency, you know, how Reward Bunny works with all that. You know, it's going to be a wonderful, wonderful situation. You want to go check it out. If you want to check it out, go to savingwithsteve.us. That's savingwithsteve.us. And you're looking for episode 94. You know what? You can always go on all the episodes, look at the backs, the fronts, the whole shot. Up next, how would you like to overcome self-doubt so you can make more money and do the things you love? We have Paul Levitin. He's the founder of the Happy Healthy Human Academy. Paul's aim is to educate, inspire, help people live a happy, healthy life. We're going to be talking about what people do to sabotage themselves, how to get out of your own way, and a whole bunch of more. So you're going to want to stick with us. Paul, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here today. Well, actually, I'm really excited for you to be here today. And, you know, just to give everybody a little background here, Paul's a self-confidence happiness coach. He's a podcaster, public speaker. He's board licensed for health and wellness. He's a certified uh, personal trainer. Uh, He's a behavior change specialist, certified nutrition coach. You know what? Uh, He's been helping people for decades. Uh, One of the biggest things that Paul does through his Happy Healthy Human Academy is he helps millennial professionals overcome self-doubt. You know, everybody has self-doubt and people don't realize how much of that self-doubt holds them back. Uh, And you know what? He does this so they can make more money, but more importantly is do what they love. You know what? If you're doing what you love every day of your life, not really working, you're just having a great life. So he, you know, he educates, he inspires, he helps millions of people live happy, healthy lives. So again, Paul, I'm grateful you're here. We've had a lot of, um, I want to say emails coming in, say, ask him this, ask him this, all this kind of stuff. But you know what? What I really like to do is get some background on you more so than just the byline that I gave. How did you get into this business? How did you get into, you know, you obviously had a journey here. So what's, tell us about your journey. Right. Yeah. I, I really appreciate that intro. Uh, it's, it's very, very kind of you. And, you know, my, my journey, you kind of uh, touched on it there. Professionally, I've had my own life journey to, to kind of end up where I'm at now, but professionally, you know, in the, the, the cliff notes where I started as a personal trainer, as a fitness coach. So fitness led me to nutrition and then through fitness and nutrition, it led me to the big question, which was human behavior. And why do we do what we do? Because if we understand nutrition, most people know what healthy is. 
Most people know that they should be exercising. Most people know that they shouldn't be eating McDonald's in bed and then going right to sleep at one o'clock in the morning after binge watching Netflix. And yet we live in a world where, you know, 70% of American adults are overweight or obese. And we live in a world where, you know, just looking at the, at the recent COVID epidemic and, and the vast majority, majority of people who died, unfortunately, were people with comorbidities that were quote unquote lifestyle diseases. So we have on this one hand, we, we know what to do, right? Everyone knows they should be sh- saving for retirement. And yet most people are living paycheck to paycheck, right? We've all heard that statistic. The average American would, wouldn't survive a, an unexpected $500 bill or something like that. Right. And, and it's sad. So it, in all of these areas that I see the same thread, which is that that what we're doing and what we say that we want to be doing is very different, right? But when I was a personal trainer, people would literally come to me and say, hey, can you tell me how to lose weight? And I say, here it is. Uh, Give them the answer. And they wouldn't do it. So that's what led me to my next phase, which was becoming a confidence coach and a human behavior coach, because that's what I realized is, is what underpins all of this is behavior change and behavior change is hard. So whether you're talking about saving for retirement, whether you're talking about changing your diet, whether you're talking about having the hard conversation with your husband or wife, what we're talking about is behavior change. And that's a hard thing. And the reason I started to talk about self-confidence, because that really underpins everything, right? When people wanted to lose weight, people want to have more money. People want to have, look better, do better, whatever. It's like, why do I, why does that matter? Why does, why does being 20 pounds less matter? Most of the time people would tell me like, well, I just want to feel better. I want to be more confident. So with my own coaching and with my own practice, I started to say, well, why don't we just cut straight to the chase and, and start with the end in mind and realize that that's the big thing that we're really going for. And we're going in a roundabout way, trying to get it through health or, or fitness or, or, or money in a bank or status at a job. But in reality, we just want to feel a little better about ourselves. I think, I, you know, I think that's wonderful. I, I love some of the things that you said people pick up on, but a lot of people don't realize that the things that they do when they're younger has a compound effect. And this might be more of an, might be an extreme example. It might be a perfect example. Um, one of, uh, I have, I have a client and you know what, she used to weigh 400 pounds. She only weighs about 150 now and she's 62 and she's recently at the beach and you know, a, I'm not going to say a real wave hitter, but you know, it was a, um, a rip current, but she got hit in a way where the wave actually broke her tibia. Now, how would that happen for a 60 some odd year old person? Well, the reality is, is all the junk that she was eating cause problems with the calcium in her bones. And this is what she heard from the doctor. And the doctor says, that's why it broke. And she was, she was flabbergasted by that. She goes, that's usually an injury some football player gets. So it's one of those things where that, that compound effect, and I'm probably one of those people that sabotage a few things here. They're like everybody else. And, and that kind of leads into the next thing I want to talk about is how do people sabotage themselves? And this might right. be a lengthy discussion, but yeah. That's a, that's a big one. But again, you know, there's a reason you, you mentioned my company and my, my podcast is called happy, healthy human. And the reason it's happy, healthy human is the last word because all of this stuff is human stuff. So you go through this, I go through this, she goes through this. It might be different, right? One person's weight struggles is another person's money struggles is another person's relationship struggles. But the point is that we all struggle and we all struggle in the same ways. And self-sabotage is a big one because in reality, 
we have to kind of admit that we are in control of our own destiny, right? We can talk about the markets, we can talk about that, we can talk about the stock, we can talk about the pandemic. But in reality, if you weren't saving for retirement before, you you made you put yourself into that position, right? Like if you, it's the same thing with you know uh, again with diet, with exercise, with everything. Like we have to take a level of personal ownership. And now, if I take personal ownership over myself, then I have to also admit that anything that I'm struggling with, it's partially my, my fault because I put myself into the situation that that I'm in. And so, you know, when we self-sabotage, that comes from, uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's a safety mechanism. Our brain doesn't want us to be wrong, right? You know, this goes back to evolution and, and, and how we survived for hundreds of thousands of years before we got to the place that we are today with technology. And in reality, it's, you know, we had to, we, we evolved in packs and we evolved uh, in villages and things like that. So you had to be able to trust. There were certain things of, about social interactions that we had to be able to do. So all that is to say that our brain doesn't like us to be wrong. So it doesn't like when I say I'm going to eat healthy. And then again, I find myself circling the McDonald's drive through again, that causes what's called cognitive dissonance. So now I have two conflicting views in my brain. I have one that I said, I need to eat health. I'm choosing to eat healthy now. And then I also have the, the fact that I'm in a McDonald's drive-thru eating a Big Mac shamefully in my car right now. Those two things are conflicting. So in order for my brain to wrap itself around that, it can't have those two conflicting views at the same time. It has to say it, it will self-sabotage and self-sabotage comes in the form of, well, it's just too hard. Well, it's impossible. I'm too busy. I, you know, I, I, I didn't have time to cook a healthy meal and McDonald's is just what's available. So it allows me to have excuses so that I can then wash away one of those things. Usually the, the thing that was harder to do, right? It's harder to, to eat healthy every day. So my brain gives me an excuse of why it was the lo only logical step I could take was to not do that thing. Now that's, that's interesting. Cause we, we kind of, you just said everything we all do. <laughs> so It's so funny. Cause I was just thinking about that the other day. Uh, and I, I get up early and go work out. And it was one of those things where uh, I had to get up at four o'clock in the morning for meetings. Uh, and I'm thinking to myself, okay, I get up at four o'clock, I do this. You know what? I could be here for 15 more minutes and I would feel a lot better today. And, you know, and I, I was really close to not working out. <laughs> so I totally get it. I totally get it. Hey, look, you know what? We're going to take a quick break and we're going to be right back here with some more Staving with Steve and Paul Levitin and the Happy Healthy Human Academy. So stick with us. We're going to be right back. More expert advice for having a happier relationship with money still to come on the Saving with Steve show. Don't let your financial woes keep you up at night and prevent you from living a life of financial and personal freedom. Hi, I'm Steve Sexton, host of the Saving with Steve show. We're going to be talking about the ins and outs of money, those financial issues that could be costing you thousands of dollars, causing stress, keeping you up at night. We're going to talk about money, tax reductions, saving more, spending less, your investments, risk management, retirement, and everything associated with you having a healthier, happy relationship with money. So if you've ever dreamed of living a life of financial and personal freedom, you owe it to yourself and your family to tune into The Saving with Steve Show. Join me, Steve Sexton, on The Saving with Steve Show as we talk about everything under the sun when it comes to money. To learn more about the show, visit savingwithsteve.us. That's savingwithsteve.us, savingwithsteve.us. We'll see you soon. Welcome back to the show that is here to help you achieve your financial goals. 
It's the Saving with Steve show. Now here's your host, Steve Sexton. Hey, welcome back to the Saving with Steve show. We talk about the ins and outs of money. Pretty much everything on the center relates to you having a happier, healthy relationship with money. Hey, I want to thank you for joining us. If you'd like to go to our website at savingwithsteve.us, you can get guest gifts, background information, uh, even you know, goffs of people who messed up while they were talking, uh, just like I do all the time. Uh, and you know what? I'd like to just say thanks to our affiliates at UK Health Radio, BBS Radio, AMFM 247. They make sure we get around the world and we want to thank you for that. So you want to go check out their websites because they have a number of other podcasts that can help you out as well. Now, if you'd like to go check out Saving with Steve Sexton and get more information, guest gifts, as well as some financial tips, you can go right there as well. Now, you know what? We're back here with Paul Evanson. Again, Happy Healthy Human Academy. I love that podcast name. But you know what? We talked about how people sabotage themselves, but also in the same token, how people get in their own way. It's a little bit different, is it not? So help us understand that. Right. I I mean, I look at these kind of as the same thing because, you know, again, I was saying before, you know, how I got here and fitness and nutrition, how people know things. So we have to understand we live in the information age. Information has been commoditized. I we're talking on a device right now that has all of the world's information on it. So we have to admit then that lack of information can no longer be an excuse, right? I don't know is a, is a, is a bad excuse because it means that you didn't Google. That's all it means. It means you didn't do your research. So I don't know how to exercise. It's, it's fine, but you could learn. I don't know how to, I don't know how to eat healthy. I don't know how to save for retirement. I don't know what, whatever the thing that you don't know, the information is out there. So when you're not doing it, like let's, let's leave that, that excuse and realize that there are bigger things that the, the reasons that are going to get in the way of us are again, our self-sabotage. It's us getting in our own way, because even if I have all the information that doesn't make it any easier, right? I can know that I should re- save for retirement, but in the moment when I have to choose between buying something right now and saving for a potential retirement 30 years from now, that's a hard thing. And now I'm dealing with human emotion. I'm dealing with human behavior and I'm dealing with more deep seated internalized beliefs. So we just have to kind of admit that, that like, okay, lack of information isn't what's holding us back. It's really us getting in our own way. And then we can have a deeper conversation about it. Oh, okay. No, I get, I, I, I see that. I'm just, you know, it's, it's funny. You look at these things, listen to somebody like yourself and you go, okay, I get that. I can see how people do that. I've talked to people who've done that. I've done that. We've all done that. So now you have um, your three pillars of wellness. Okay. So how do they work and how are they applied? Right. So, I mean, it's, it's right there in the name. It's happy, healthy, human. So I think about happy being mindset, healthy being a physical, physical well-being and human being the, the social, the interplay between us and other people. I just said that, you know, humans are social creatures. We, we were, we have come up in, in tribes and, and, and villages and, you know, being a part of a, a broader society is a big part of that. So when we want to paint a picture of what a full life is, I think it has to include all of those things. I look at happy and healthy as two sides of the same coin. You can't be fully healthy if you're not happy in your mind, if you don't have that mental well-being, and you will never truly be happy if physically your body isn't where it needs to be, meaning you don't have to be an athlete. That's not what I'm saying. But there is a level of you want to be able to run around with your kids or go for a hike or, or go to Disneyland and be on your feet the whole day and not have to stop and sit down because you're so out of breath or something like that. And those two combine allow you to be a part of the bigger community, right? It allows you to be a better father, mother, brother, sister, aunt, uncle, priest, whatever you're going to be. Because in reality, life isn't just about us. It's about what we can do for others. That's so true. And I, I like the way you talk about that because 
we were just, you know, I have a, a mastermind group and we're just talking about this where one of the mothers was talking with her daughter about making good food choices because they're going on a, a, a class field trip. And the, the, the daughter, you know, you know, the options in and out burger, um, Starbucks, uh, 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 you know, Chick-fil-A, you know, stuff like that. And her mom was just having a discussion with her about, you know what, if you eat a junk, a bunch of junk, how are you going to feel the rest of the day? And you won't have a good time, which means she won't be able to be present. So she went through the choices with her daughter and her daughter's like, well, even though I don't like Starbucks, but they have these protein bowls or these things that allow me to eat cleaner. So I can then go enjoy the rest of the day as opposed to be that one of those kids that's going to be always testy. Uh, so and um, as, as an individual that works with people who are older, um, you know, when, when you talk about having a happy, healthy life and being able to run around with the people you love and care about, and essentially what that means to me is being present is I see people who, you know what, they spent a good portion of their life after retirement on the couch, talking to people on the phone, eating stuff. And they're upset because, you know what, they're now at a point where the doctors say, hey, you know what, you might need a walker, or you might need this knee replacement, you might have to walk with this cane, um, or they're in pain from ailments that have caused because of all the bad food and the choices they've made. It allows somebody to be present. Now, I also have people that are 95. I have a person who's 105. Uh, there's obviously some genetics in there, but you know what? Um, I, we actually know a 95-year-old gentleman at our church. He's more solid than I am, and I work out all the time. And he's got a 55-year-old wife, and she's having a tough time keeping up with him. And it's because he's taking great care of himself, both mentally, physically, and what he eats. So I totally get that. And the key here is how do we help people do that and have people understand it? Now, is there a way to create a, I want to say, a robotic-type thinking about how to handle these things? Yeah, so... I I want things to be as simple as possible, right? The more complicated things are, the, the less chance that people are going to do it, right? This goes back to what I was saying about studying human behavior and, and behavior change. This is the whole thing, right? Of course, again, everyone knows what to do. Eat healthy and exercise every day and get eight hours of sleep and stop smoking and stop drinking alcohol. It's like when you do too much, you don't do anything at all. It's too overwhelming, right? We know from, again, study on, on top of study will tell us that that isn't the thing. So the, 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 the real secret sauce is to break everything down into its smallest constituent parts and make it so easy that you literally can't mess this up. And that's why the simplest place to start for most people are things like drinking more water, getting more steps, right? Eating more vegetables. I'm not talking about cutting anything else out. I'm just adding a little bit because the people will look at this stuff and go, well, that's too easy. What's getting more steps going to do? What's drinking a little bit more water going to do? It's not that that will change your life. It's that that starts to tip the scale in the direction of what you're of the person that you're trying to be right it's the same thing again we're talking about money here we can talk about investing it's the same thing as these you know these things like acorns right that's one that that rounds up your uh the, the change from, mm -hmm. from 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 everything that you uh you buy and, and invest it for you it's like is the 16 cents that's left over from your starbucks meal going to make you rich no but it's about the habit of continual investing over time. And then the compound interest that that will pay. So a lot of times people look at this stuff about life change because they're like, oh, I have to lose all this weight or I, I want to be rich in 30 years or I want to be whatever the thing is. And it's so big, it becomes overwhelming. So we need to dial it back and look at what can I do today to be one step better so that when I wake up tomorrow, I'm a little bit closer to where I want to be than I was today. And if I do that over and over and over, all of a sudden, it's that old saying of, you know, it takes 10 years to become an overnight success. All of a sudden it happens, but it's that small incremental effort over time that adds up to the big change. It's not one change in one big foul swoop. I, I, I totally agree with you. I just call that the compound effect. 
It could be positive or it could be negative, depending on how you act and behave. I'm a personal believer in that. And I actually subscribe to it because a lot of people looked at me. Um, I'm a cancer survivor of 16 years. But like when I started working out slowly but surely, I barely could leg press 10 pounds. Uh, I mean, before I had cancer, I was in the 400s, but it was like 10 pounds because I was so wiped out. Plus, I'd lost 30 pounds. But uh, it was slowly but surely building that up. And I never really overdid it. I just continued on the pace. And I see so many people do that, whether it be finances, debt, or eating that diet bounce where they starve themselves for 22, 23 days. Hey, I lost 25 pounds. You know, a month later, they're back up 35 pounds and, you know, that type of thing. So I get it. I think that's very, very cool. And I think if anybody takes a, a aha from this, starting out little could make all the difference in the world. You just got to keep at it. Right. It's exactly that. The compound effect, you know, uh, Albert Einstein said, you know, compounding is the, the eighth wonder of the world or something like that. And it's the, it's the most powerful thing. And it's it's money, it's fitness, it's it's exercise, it's health, it's nutrition. You know, it's they, they always have that, that joke of like, well, one salad won't make you skinny or one hamburger won't make you fat, but one salad every day for the next year will make you skinny. And one hamburger every day over the course of your life will make you fat. So it's, it's, you know, I, I use the analogy a lot with voting, right? When, whenever, whenever elections come around, people get into the argument of like, does my vote matter? And in, in reality, no single vote matters. And yet altogether, that makes up the election. So if everyone had the, had the idea of like, my vote doesn't matter, then there, there would be nothing. So it's, it, it, in its one piece at all alone, it doesn't matter. But when you put it all together, all of those tiny pieces add up to be the entire thing. And that's what matters the most. I agree with that. Same thing goes with donating money. Some people think five bucks isn't that big of a deal. But when you look at all the people that donate, I mean, I think there was almost a half billion dollars donated last year. But if you can think about it over a lifetime, it's solved certain cancer issues. I mean, you know what? Hey, it's making a dent. Now, you know what? We just got a few minutes left. Paul, I'd like to have you talk about your Healthy Healthy um, Human Academy. I'd like to talk about how people can get in touch with you, can get your help, because there's probably a lot of people here going, I could use some help like that. So how can, how yeah, can you sure. get your help? I appreciate that. So again, my name is Paul Levitin. I'm across all social media platforms. It's just my name. You can find me on Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, TikTok, uh, Smoke Signal, Pigeon, Carrier Pigeons, wherever you can find me. <laughs> I'll be there. It's just my name. Keep it super simple. Um, again, my podcast is called Happy Healthy Human. And I have a, a coaching company called Happy Healthy Human Academy. I have a course uh, on self-sabotage. We, we talked about self-sabotage a little bit today. So I actually have a masterclass on the five human tendencies that lead to self-sabotage that I'm happy to give to anyone for free. You mentioned that you have a resource page where you keep this stuff. So I'm happy to add that to the list. And if anyone wants to get in touch with me, if they're interested in that masterclass, take it, it's free. And beyond that, if you want to learn about my courses or what coaching with me would be like, you can reach out to me on Instagram or anywhere else and we can have a chat. That's wonderful, Paul. Make sure you send us that link because I'd like to put it up on the resource page as soon as possible. And on top of that, if you go to our resource page, you can go to plan well, and they will actually help you provide a free financial plan and what you need to do to make sure you get to retirement. With that, Paul, Hey, stay happy, stay healthy. Thank you so much for joining us and we appreciate the wisdom you provided. So we'll see you. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. We're going to be right back here with more Staving with Steve. Stick with us. We're going to be right back. More expert advice for having a happier relationship with money still to come on the Saving with Steve show. 
Don't let your financial woes keep you up at night and prevent you from living a life of financial and personal freedom. Hi, I'm Steve Sexton, host of the Saving with Steve show. We're going to be talking about the ins and outs of money, those financial issues that could be costing you thousands of dollars, causing stress, keeping you up at night. We're going to talk about money, tax reductions, saving more, spending less, your investments, risk management, retirement, and everything associated with you having a healthier, happy relationship with money. So if you've ever dreamed of living a life of financial and personal freedom, you owe it to yourself and your family to tune into The Saving with Steve Show. Join me, Steve Sexton, on The Saving with Steve Show as we talk about everything under the sun when it comes to money. To learn more about the show, visit savingwithsteve.us. That's savingwithsteve.us, savingwithsteve.us. We'll see you soon. Welcome back to the show that is here to help you achieve your financial goals. It's the Saving with Steve show. Now here's your host, Steve Sexton. Welcome back to the Saving with Steve show where we talk about the ins and outs of money, pretty much everything under the sun relates to you having a healthier, happy relationship. Now. I would truly want to thank you for tuning in. I appreciate you letting your friends and family know. All the replays are available at savingwithsteve.us. If you're enjoying the stories of helpful information and insight on Saving with Steve, hey, then I encourage you to check out a few of our affiliates at UK Health Radio, BBS Radio, Talk Radio, New York City. All these networks are dedicated to empowering you to solve problems, uplift your spirit, and live a life of personal and financial freedom. Hey, you can follow us on Facebook at Saving with Steve Sexton. You can get the Insiders Club. Go to our resource page at savingwithsteve.us, and you're going to be able to get Paul's links. You're going to be able to go to plan well. You're going to be able to do all that stuff and get some great information. Next up, hey, look. Congress could change the retirement plan. What you need to know. One of the biggest things that we need to keep an eyeball on is what Congress is doing, whether they want to raise our taxes or what. We're likely to see that, but we're likely to see significant changes in our, um, our retirement plan, specifically the 401ks, the IRAs, the 403bs, the whole shot. Now, you have the House of Representatives. They have a plan, and that plan is called the Secure Act 2. Okay. You have the Senate, which has the um, Amer- Enhanced American Retirement Now Act, and the financial committee has a companion bill called Rise and Shine. One of the big things that they're all looking to do and work out is, you know what, the required minimum distributions. This is really designed, you know what, the IRAs were set up to help people save for retirement so they weren't completely relied on the government, Okay. And you know, at some point in time, they want their, t- their cut, they want you to take it out in bits and pieces. That's just the size of it, okay? That's why they have a requirement of distribution. If you don't start taking it out, they have a 50% penalty, right? But when it comes to these things, all these acts are looking at raising the required minimum distribution age to 73 in 2022, if this thing can get passed, uh, at 74 in 2029, and it's 75 in 2032. Now, the EARN Act would like to just push everybody to uh, 75 at 2032, okay? On top of that, the House Act would like to have everybody automatically enrolled in a retirement plan and contribute 3% unless you opt out to contribute less or contribute as much as you want or as much as you can. On top of that, they're looking to help out people with emergency distributions. So, you know, in certain acts, you have the ability to withdraw $1,000 if you have a personal household emergency. 
You know, just like Paul said, so most people can't handle a $400 emergency. Hey, hey, I can withdraw $1,000 in case I have a personal or household emergency, or as much as $22,000 without any penalties if there's a natural disaster type emergency. Those would be good things, huh? Or if you have terminal illness, hey, you can get early distributions without any penalties. And that means we came before the age of 59 and a half. And then on top of that, they're looking to enhance the tax savers credit. And that's so people with lower incomes get an incentive to, you know what, add money to the retirement and a credit. This is like a tax offset. So if you owe $1,000 in taxes and you have a $1,000 tax credit, it wipes out your taxes, which is a wonderful thing. Bottom line, the House of Representatives and the Senate are going to take significant action this year, significant action this year to adjust retirement saving plan to help people save more. Now, I've got this question that's been coming up through the blog at viewers at savingwithsteve.us. And people are asking, hey, why are they pushing it to 75? Okay, well, first of all, Secure Act pushed it to age 72. And don't ask me why they said that before that it was 70 and a half. I don't know why. But one of the reasons why they did that is people are working longer. So they want to give them the opportunity to continue to save. And if it gets pushed up to 73, 74, 75, it's because people are working longer to save. The key here is this, just saving $5,000 a year for 30 years at 8%, it's just about a million dollars. $10,000 a year, you're going to get about a million and a half. 20, you could be at like $2.7 million. You know what? It could be very, very significant for you if you use that compounding effect on savings. So the key here is how can we get you to save more? Look at ways that you can go and do that. That's going to make the whole difference in, the, in your world. So I want to thank you all for joining us here on Saving with Steve today. Paul Leventon with the Happy Healthy Human Academy. Just wonderful. By the way, we're up to 95 episodes. We're getting pretty close to 100 really excited about that. Talk to you about what the Congress could be doing with your retirement plans. You know what? Next week, we have a wonderful guest in Quinn Driscoll. She's going to be talking about business goals, the whole shot. It's going to be an outstanding episode. You're going to want to look forward to seeing you that. So, hey, look forward to seeing you next time right here on Saving with Steve. Stay safe, stay healthy. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining us for the Saving with Steve show hosted by Steve Sexton. To learn more about the show and how to become a guest or sponsor, visit savingwithsteve.us. That's savingwithsteve.us. Join us again next time as we continue to talk about everything under the sun that relates to you having a healthier, happier relationship with money. This has been the Saving with Steve show, hosted by Steve Sexton.